Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to Quarantine Chatting with Joe and Joe. Amen. Episode 3. Episode 3 of this quarantine special. Yep. Every week, getting harder and harder. <laughs> um, I thought this week we'd do something, you know, we had ideas on Saturday and then I didn't really look into the ideas that we discussed, so I thought we'd just run with it, you know, we just keep yeah. keep doing the podcast no matter what. Yeah. yeah Instead no. of not doing it because we have nothing, why not give our listeners shit instead? Exactly. Because what, what they like is just hearing us riff. That's why we get X amount of listeners. Hey bro, our listeners had, at one point had gone up 7,329%. What? <laughs> and let's not get into the specifics of that because that sounds impressive. Yeah, that sounds impressive. <laughs> they haven't contacted us yet for advertisement. Yeah, that will come. That will come. We just keep showing up. We just keep on doing our thing, putting in the work one day, you know, it will turn good for us. So, so I go into my garden uh, one day and I just see a small pigeon with yeah. like a graze on its head and no feathers on its neck. And I, I've got to make a choice. Here, okay. I've got to either kill this bird with, with an air rifle oh, or, or, or I leave it to face some, some gruesome death at the hands of fantastic Mr. Fox or some, or some cat, you know, and then, or I keep it and I nurse it back to health off my own teat. And I decided to do that. I built a little coop for it. Uh, I got, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It's been like four or five days now and I'm tired of it. <laughs> but but I, I love the little guy. Yeah, but didn't you Google, didn't you Google how to clean a wound and you got some salt water? Yeah, no, yeah, no. I, I got salt water. Uh, I put antiseptic in it, and I bathed the pigeon in this. I've, I've bathed it four times now. Right? I love this bird, though. This is amazing, though. Like, and, and it's warming up to me. Like, like, oh, I can feed it out of my hand now. And shit. I used to be terrible. He used to just peck at me. You know what I mean? But I've earned its trust. <laughs> So, hey, bro, uh, you're a good man. I mean, underneath all of it, all you needed was a bit of quarantine to sort of bring out your know. bird love inside. Exactly. Have you seen anything that's, that's worth the worth uh, shout out? Hey, man, this Michael Jordan, the last... The last dance. The last dance. Man, what a docu-series. As, yeah, it puts Tiger King to shame. Forget oh, that all about is, that show. I never, I never even watched that. I couldn't, I couldn't stay with it. Man, this... this documentary is so entertaining mm. because just the story alone it was like it was like one of these stories that was waiting to be told due to the fact of the amount of elements that were a part of Michael Jordan's story and especially just his talent alone but what i picked up on most was he changed a whole city and then the United States came after that. But Chicago, before he played basketball there, 
couldn't even sell the tickets. Bulls, yeah, yeah, they were just they, they, just they were just a random even... franchise. Exactly, they just couldn't even sell tickets. Apparently, they were called like the Coke Boys or something. The team because yeah. they were all doing loads of drugs and shit. Yeah, they had a team of just just lads about town. And uh, Michael Jordan said he started there for a year, or in his first year, and they were on the road because they play something ridiculous, like eighty games yeah. a season. Um, and he was like wanted to see where somebody was, so he went down the hall to knock on somebody's door, and nobody was answering. And he got to like the sixth door, and then everybody was like, "Shh, shh, shh who is it?" <laughs> he was like, "It's MJ." And they were like, "Oh, he's a rookie. Let him in." And he came in. and He said, "You got your lines over there. You got your weed smokers over there. You got ladies." He was like, "I'd never seen anything like this before." And he was just and some guy from North Carolina. Like, like, like he was still young. I know, no, but he was still young. Exactly. So he'd gone to college and just ripped this sort of thing to shreds. Like the college game, he was just like the sickest. But there were still a couple people picked ahead of him in the draft. I don't know if you can explain the draft any better than I can. I don't, I don't really know what a draft is. The draft, so uh, NBA teams each get picks from the college the like, college, college basketball yeah. league. The worst teams get... The last pick. No, get first picks in order to oh. try and balance, balance the league. Because if you're the best team and you get the first pick, then <laughs> yeah, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, just, yeah. you're just setting up a dynasty. <clears throat> okay, so... Yeah, so so the Bulls, I, I don't know. I don't know when he, was he came picked. third. Third. Yeah. So, so that shows how bad the Bulls picked. were. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. I suppose so. Actually, yeah. So they came third, and um, with him, they chose him. But then, like, literally, sort of a month into him playing for them in 1984, the stadium was then sold out. So, an in the, to put it into perspective, an indoor football team sold more tickets in the same arena than the Chicago Bulls at that time. And football wasn't even big over there, and this was indoor Wait, football. is this, what, soccer? Yeah, indoor soccer. What the fuck? An Wait, indoor I... <laughs> soccer team sold more tickets to the arena prior to Michael Jordan getting to Chicago Bulls. Damn. I think considering insane. what he went on to do... And it, no, but then the story is just, so. I th- I feel like it's so well told due to the fact it's kind of like um, what was that documentary about Dr. Dre, the Defiant ones. I didn't watch it. Oh, you didn't watch it? No, but that was also an amazing docu series again because there was so much content and it was told in a really good way because. I mean, they've got lots of talking heads, but then they have so much footage from the past that they can sort of intersperse and and the access they got from all the players that played at that time um, makes it such an entertaining thing. But yeah, he just completely changed what basketball was, basically. Yeah, I mean, and he then, transcended it as well. He exactly. transcended the sport into fashion and hip-hop and yeah, all that. And that was the thing. The episode I just watched was just about his... Uh, well, it, they have like a main focal point of the episode but still tell the story. Mm. Um, and one of them's about his trainers. And basically, the trainer of the... Or the sneakers <laughs> of the time um, in basketball were Converse's, which I didn't get. Yeah, but apparently, Chuck Taylor's apparently, <laughs> Yeah, but <laughs> not, also, not just the Chuck Taylor's, but then like another sort of... The, the, you like, see the old school label, yeah, yeah, proper yeah, leather yeah, ones, yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. With the star and, and the, the exactly, 
Exactly. Yeah, the more than the more than. Exactly. Yeah. So converse with that, but then Michael Jordan really liked Adidas, but Adidas couldn't make the trainer. Did you see? Did you see the the, the, the ones that they showed? What the Adidas trainers? Yeah. Yeah. I think they were high top superstars or something. Were they? But he didn't get he didn't get those he didn't get those well obviously he wanted Adidas and then yeah. he was like telling it and this was in 1984 so basically his so agent right was show, yeah this that, is that right away that was, was his year was, that was his, yeah, that was yeah, his yeah. so his agent basically was like trying to make him because the agency uh, represented tennis players and people like that that. This this particular agent was trying to market him as a player instead of as like a team or whatever I don't know but he was trying to do it a bit differently so he got him this trainer deal with Nike and Michael Jordan didn't even want it he didn't even want to go mm. but his mum had to say look you just got to hear these people out and then he's made like the most successful trainer of all time they wanted to sell three million trainers in the first four years and they sold a hundred and twenty million in the first year. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it just the so it was the Jordan ones one. yeah 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 the dunks yeah i used to know I, them as dunks yeah i had a pair of dunks I when i was younger like them, i do i like the the threes hey bro i think it's the threes <laughs> yeah, but, but you know like the classic jordan that you see yeah 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 i like yeah, those that ones is nice. I yeah know. i know what you're saying um, and then I, I've got a pair of Jordans on and then I searched them up for the first time because I got these off a friend for like mm. £50. I searched them up because I was like, oh, now I've got a job, I might be able to buy myself some Jordans, yeah? <laughs> this particular pair that I'm wearing as we speak, <laughs> I can only get their own, they're exclusive, they're not being made anymore. £400, bro. Wow. What what ones are they? They're the... 15s, I think. Oh no, the 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 Air Jordan 11s, but this is like a 15 model, 15 shape. Why do they make it so complicated, man? I don't fucking know, but I put the fucking barcode into a uh, into Google, and it came up with like four new pairs of them, but like 400 pounds on eBay and different things like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, things get tough though. You're sitting on, you're sitting on four hundred there, or stand. No, only if they're brand new, you joker. <laughs> I could only get like forty pound for these right now. I mean, resale value for a pair of trainers that are battered for forty pound is yeah, pretty much. But yeah, no, I just thought the documentary. <clears throat> if you like sport, but I think my sister watches it and she doesn't like basketball. Um, I think it's just an amazing documentary. I think it's quite similar to the type of story of Senna, you know where they just completely transcended sport. And also what stuck out to me was um, that they all seemed like men, even though when they were like 20, 21, they seemed like men, whereas sports stars nowadays seem like children still. I mean, basketballers nowadays are a joke. <laughs> it seems a lot uh, softer, I think. Yeah. The like, yeah. Uh, like, who was that... Uh... I think it was Ke- Kevin Durant, mm. who, who's one of the stars of, of of this day and age. He he had like a another Twitter account to hype himself up. What? Like he had, so he had his he had his <laughs> official account, 
Yeah. And he had another one, like Anonymous, that was just picking up Kevin Durant. <laughs> so, like, although, but, but to be fair, that's the, that's the sort of, I don't know, not, yeah, kind of like petty thing that I could yeah. see Jordan doing. Because he, I mean, but he didn't have, like, social media no. to it. Like, he didn't have that sort of thing. Uh, yeah. That, that sort of pressure or constant criticism. But he was, but so. he, he, like, no, but he, he did, was... he did. He was bigger than anybody. He yeah. was the most famous person in the world in the 80s, bar yeah. Michael Jackson he and be the some most other famous people. Person ever. <laughs> like one of them for sure. He's probably, yeah, top three, top five. Top three, yeah, top five, definitely. He's but... insane, like, but he was just solely focused on a. Uh, just being the best. That's why. That's what was even more profound about it is the fact that he was the best, but then he tried even harder all the time to sort of adapt, evolve, and get better with it. Which but I don't also know. Also, an absolute wanker. Yeah. Okay. If, was he? I don't you, know. If you beat him at golf, yeah, or or pool, or or won any sort of bet against him, he would he would hate you. Which is just like I used to do that when I was like eight years old. Uh, no, but he no, but from what it's said an elite in this, winner. yeah, no, but from what it's said in this, like it, he wanted to, he wanted to beat everybody at everything, yeah, and yeah. take their that money guy, and but... put it, put it, <laughs> put it in their pocket, put their money in his pocket. Yeah. And he had, yeah, apparently he had a big gambling problem. Of course but, he did, but, but he could afford to. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. No, they like... were gambling. There was people at the front. They were saying there was people at the front of the plane who were playing cards for like a dollar. Yeah. And there was people at the back of the plane just like, the team like Michael yeah yeah team playing like Michael Jordan I don't know if it was Scotty Pippen but there was a few of them there was like four of them that played for big yeah. big money like grands 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 and then one of the guys that was sitting at the front of the plane turned around and said yeah so we were there just playing our dollar game one day and Michael came down to play with us and I asked Michael why the fuck he wanted to play with us <laughs> Because we're playing for a dollar, and he said exactly that. He said, "Because I want your money in my pocket." <laughs> he didn't care. He just wanted to beat everyone. And then, no, there was a great scene in it where he he has like a security team who like the wor- look like the worst security of all time. Like if you see it to see if you see it through, it's like this fucking like fifty, sixty year old white dude who's just got this moustache and this like grey curly <laughs> hair and he's tiny he's so thin but anyway they were like playing oh, money he's got a gun though he's got, yeah, he's got some <laughs> crazy firearms license but they they fucking yeah exactly they, well, no, but they were playing money ups in there and they, they were all gambling against Michael all, the, all of his staff it was fucking <laughs> it was funny though man but I don't, I don't think he's an arsehole I don't think so I, don't, I quite I admire think, I think he'll be he'll be Hard to be friends with that guy for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, of course I admire him because he's a, I mean, he's a great athlete and, but, not that great at baseball. When he went over to that, he was a loser. <laughs> did, Just saying, what, did he go to baseball? Yeah, yeah, he retired from basketball after his dad died, uh, uh. and then played played a few seasons of baseball, which is terrible. <laughs> but he did, and then. Uh, What's it? What's the? It was some publication, like Sports <laughs> Illustrated or something. Okay, yeah. They they did a piece on him uh, and how he's an embarrassment to baseball. <laughs> no, no, they said they said they said is, is Michael Jordan an embarrassment to baseball? Cause, okay, because he's got in there and he's playing in the MLB, 
because he's Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. He hasn't yeah, earned yeah. it, so is he an embarrassment for baseball? And then after they after they uh, published that comment piece, yeah, uh, he just never he never spoke to them again. Any press conferences, he was like, no. He's like Trump. He did he did Trump with CNN reports. Fake reporters. news. <laughs> Fake news. No, oh, I love how. Well, I don't love it, but I just find it so hilarious how Trump does that. He'll like point at somebody or they'll say his name. He'll be like, "No fake news. No fake news." Scary though, isn't it? So it's scary. So weird. And he'll look this reporter in the eye and be like, "No fake news. Yeah, no." Yeah. I, I remember, I remember I like early days you. of this of this COVID stuff. He was in the press conference, <laughs> and he was like. Oh, what is there about eight or ten of you? We've got you two meters apart. I think we could stand to lose some more of you. Yeah, especially you. <laughs> just point at someone. What? No. <laughs> right, he just doesn't give a fuck, man. He's terrified, and people love him. People love him. No, but there. it is so terrifying, man. It is so <laughs> terrifying. But I mean, what we were briefly gonna, what we sort of planned to talk about was people not wanting the lockdown anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, there has been like small protests in London. There's been a few, but it's not. But but the thing is that I don't think that's like it doesn't really have a hug. Yeah, they had seven people hugging outside Scotland Yard. (laughs) Good work, guys. But uh, but I don't think that it actually like protesting isn't isn't an effective way to protest against this. You know what I mean, like. Yeah, people people aren't gonna gather even if they want the lockdown to be over. They're not just gonna like openly break the law and and go and protest in the old school way. You've got you've got to find some some better sort of way to do it. I suppose so. I've watched um, on Twitter a video came up uh, with our one of our favorite guys. Um, is his name Christopher Snowden? Love that guy. <laughs> the nanny state. From the IEA, this guy, the nanny state, basically reports on, I don't know, you could explain it better. What? The nanny state? Yeah. Yeah, so, so it, the, the, he, <coughs> he's like, he's part of the Institute for Economic Affairs. He specialises in the nanny state, which is sort of the overreaching arm of government that sort of wants to control certain things you do behind closed doors, like drinking, smoking. Sugar. Yeah, stuff. Higher taxes, higher taxes on things that are are bad for you. They protest against that. They protest against it because it's against our civil liberties to choose whether we consume a million cigarettes or whether we consume um, alcohol or sugar. There's a lot of valid points there. I mean, yeah, no, I mean... I'm glad he's doing it and not me because <laughs> I don't feel that passionately about it. But he gets um, a lot of hate. He gets a ton of hate. Yeah, no, I. I the uh, IEA it, as a whole just gets slated because it, do does, it doesn't. I think it doesn't say where it gets its money from. Uh, which is there's going to be some type of investor, dodgy. some million. Yeah, pound I mean, I'm, investor. As, I'm assuming it's like tobacco, like big tobacco companies. <laughs> Imagine and uh, and alcohol companies and sugar, uh, yeah, Harry yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 <laughs> big yeah, yeah. big sweets. <laughs> because we went to one of their talks, didn't we, about the legalization of cannabis? Yeah, that was a good talk actually. I still have you still got his book? Yeah, I've got a few of the books. I think I I, I threw some away though. I've just got his one, the uh, Killjoys. 
Like the oh yeah, no, I threw that in the bin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Christopher Snowden <laughs> Did you see all the hubbub about about uh, Sarah Vine, Michael Gove's wife, the Daily Mail journalist? She she no. po- she posted a picture of like her bookcase and her TV or something. Like, I oh, it had Mein Kampf on it. Mein she, Kampf. she had a few uh, like Holocaust denier books. Yeah. Oh, is that bad? No. I think yeah, like if you're an intellectual or you're yeah. you, you've been to university or you you need, I mean I'd read Mein Kampf doesn't mean I believe in the stuff. Yeah, I mean I'll I mean? try to. I don't know how far I'll get this because yeah, no, I think I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can't read supposedly good books. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I mean one that I really don't get. But I mean yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, one that's one thing that you can hold <clears throat> or have in your house and not believe in it and have it there. Yeah, books. Do you know what I'm saying? Books. But, but if you've got, like, a ton of memorabilia... Then, then it's a different thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you've got a fucking <laughs> swastika in red yeah. and black and white yeah. on the wall in, in flag version... Like above fucked. the mantelpiece, you know. What I yeah, mean? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> certain, certain questions have to be asked of you, but having a book is books. not. Yeah, thank you very much. Because I, uh, in my house, I found a, a Vladimir Lenin uh, book. Uh, it's called "What Has to Be Done." It's Communist. All, it's all about it's all about communisms and socialisms. Uh, and I, at first I was taken aback. That's all my mum's name in it. And I was like, you know, that's just, that's what you do. You explore radical ideas when you're growing up. <coughs> I think that's normal. <laughs> I, I might get my mum cancelled. How, <laughs> how radical are you going to get, bro? How radical no, did I, you no, get? I, tr- I tried to look through it and I was just... No, I mean, it's just so dense. It's just so dense and boring, isn't it? Uh, and and uh, also, I've been trying to read... Uh, I've just been I've been finding North Korea super interesting, and I okay. And I, 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 first of all, this morning I went on a North Korean state TV. It is the best shit ever. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't is it understand translated? it. Translated? No, no, I can't understand it. But when I first went on, they were showing the uh, Wolf Southampton game from uh, from January. Really? And you don't even get that on on our TV. They're not showing replays. <laughs> so uh, I watched a bit of that, and then. <laughs> and then they just started showing like cartoons it was like it was 60 minutes into the game they just cut it off <laughs> really yeah they need new new uh, studio stuff and they're, they're all over the place hey man maybe that guy did something against North Korea in that <laughs> sort of in the 61st minute and they had to cut it off real quick <laughs> but yeah man I mean super interesting the uh, the people's republic of North Korea I'm good um, I've watched a documentary by uh, Louis Theroux's lesser-known brother, Marcel Theroux, um, on Channel 4 a couple of years ago. Marcel Theroux? <laughs> yeah, bro, I was shocked too. Does he look exactly, exactly like him? He looks a lot like him. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, yeah. Was it, uh, what, did he go there? Yeah, he went there, yeah. I don't know how people do that, man. But you're allowed, you're invited, it's yeah. just, a, you're sort of... You follow a strict, like... Uh, media plan. Yeah, exactly. And the, but but have you seen that there's a good Vice one, 
early days, like when Shane Smith, one of the founders, yeah, was, was I think doing I the have, content you know. himself. And he, uh, yeah, he went to, to North Korea, did like a f- <coughs> maybe, maybe seven part uh, doc. Sick. And then there was a part where they get drunk with their minder, <laughs> who's obviously, he's had all this propaganda that's like drilled into his head. And then they start, I don't know, they start seeing a different side of him once he's got a few sojus in him. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, he's just, like, swearing and shit, which, obviously, (laughs) I don't think they do on a day-to-day. It's very, do you see it, like, I don't know, it was was very, uh, it was endearing to see this guy. The North Koreans seem like a wholesome people to me, man. What? Huh? Wait, all of the them? the people, the, oh, the people, people, you know, the people. Yeah, yeah, not, yeah. Not, not the um, not, not the regime, ups. not yeah. the regime, but the people. I right. mean, they've got it tough, though, man. Oh, so tough, man. They're starving. A lot of them are starving. <laughs> I watched the uh, an interview with um, Seth Rogen the other day. You know, he did that film, the interview. The interview. So yeah, he was like, he, no, but he says, "Why didn't somebody stop me from making that film?" <laughs> But they tried to, didn't? Because I swear, I swear. No, they stopped them from publishing it. But when they yeah. were making it, they were just like apparently the studios were just throwing more money at them. <laughs> and he says in the it was quite an interesting interview actually because he was saying the the stories or the films that take longer to get made are probably the better ones because they've had all the shit filtered through it mm. and they've had all, they've had all the tests thrown at it. That it makes it sort of bulletproof. Whereas when when you're just sort of told that you're... He was like, yeah, the studios were just telling us we're geniuses with the interview. It just kept on throwing more money at us. And he was like, then you make a film like that. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah, I just thought it was harmless fun. And I mean, yeah, 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 it yeah. could have been harmful with it. Because wasn't it... I think they... North Korea threatened something. And then they didn't... Like, it didn't go to a lot of cinemas. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. But I mean... Like they're not going to nuke. Do you know what I mean? Because once once one person drops a nuke, the whole world's over. Like it's we're all fucked. So what what were they actually going to do, bro? Like, that just filled me with so attacks. much dread inside. You know, when you said that, that filled me with so much no, no, dread. No, but that's the beauty of it because no one's going to nuke. Because that because too many people have nukes now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, that just because... doesn't sound good to me. <laughs> that sounds the opposite of good. You're like, oh no, it's good. That sounds the opposite of good to me. No, but, oh, like the ultimate deterrent is knowing that you're gonna get nuked back, and then the world is over. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? Hey, yeah, the and mushroom also... clouds. Have you seen? Have you watched nuke sort yeah, of videos? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to keep it light sometimes. <laughs> no, but is that what a mushroom cloud is when the when the nuke goes yeah. off? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And you know what's the weirdest thing to me is the. Uh... <laughs> we can cut this out. This sounds. I'm going to sound so dumb saying this, but you know you get like, like sort of nuke drops and you get that intense like wind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're like aftershock. Right? <laughs> That's that, and that goes for miles. Like, you can be like insane. you can be like ten miles actually. I mean, there's, I'm just throwing a number in the air, but you can be ten <laughs> hey, miles bro, away. Say ten miles. All bro, of a sudden, you drink spills. Do you know what I mean? Say it with more conviction. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, the maddest thing that that I found out 
in the Sunday Times actually. Okay. Is uh these guys who these guys based in the UK, the the North Korean like Friendship Association or something, and they have <laughs> they have complete uh like sympathy with the with the the People's Republic of North Korea, and they so they have they claim to have communication with them and are authorized yeah. to like redistribute their propaganda uh, on their site. They've got branches <clears throat> like all over Europe, and there are significant amounts of people who love the the Kims, the uh, Kim Il Sung, Kim Jong Il, Kim Jong Un, yeah. and they and they want like they 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 go and visit. <laughs> <laughs> they want they want that here. system here, <laughs> and they're, they're 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 trying to sort of heal heal relations between the countries. <laughs> How insane! Why don't do we talk to, to these people? I want to. That's what I, I was I was looking them up today. That's hilarious to me. Man. But yeah, I was just so taken aback that there are people out there who you <laughs> think you know what? That's a great system. Oh, man. But but also, but it goes the same way if you go as far to the right as like free market, just like no government. Oh no, of course, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a there's a healthy medium in the middle where people die, people less people die, yeah. people make money, some people don't make money. Yeah. I mean, I'm yet I'm yet to have been given. Oh, I'm I'm yet to learn. I suppose. Um, enough about economics to sort of understand my view on where I think I stand on that stuff, which yeah. is super interesting to me. But I, I feel like I, I, you know, those, um, adverts on, uh, that come up before YouTube videos and they have like famous people masterclass. masterclass yeah, yeah. 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 They have an economist one and that one looks set. I will always, I am so intrigued with those adverts. <laughs> masterclass things, yeah, I would yeah. never buy one. I kind of want to, I really want to, I kind of want to watch the Martin Scorsese one. Yeah. At, at first it was all like all the ones I saw were filmmaking and then it started branching out. Yeah, exactly. But things. this economist one looks sick. Because yeah. he's like talking about it like literally as a social science. Like it's not there's no there's no right or wrong ways specifically, there's just ideas in it, which is super interesting to me. I never thought I'd say that. I was never into economics previously, but have you done the uh political compass test? No. Oh you should do that man, it'll give you a know, Yeah, yeah, a no, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. I I, um, I, I come up like Real down low, like libertarian, and over like a little bit to the left. Okay. So I'm like, do whatever you want. Let's all be nice to each other. Let's have, let's have some state, you know, some state health care. That'll be nice. Yeah. <laughs> be good, brother. Because <laughs> that that's really like my. I don't know. I don't think people should should be going in debt for for health care. Do you know what I mean? Call me Fuck crazy. That. Call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but about hey, yeah, man. that's quite socialist, though. Yeah, I mean, but that, that's good. It's good. Yeah. I like that. I like it's that healthy. idea. It's healthy. It's healthy. It's healthy mate. We got. We got anything else to talk about this week? Um, or was it just a, a short app? Yeah, I think that's it. Though.